systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. We're both just sitting here. Staring at the door to yeah. the uh, the Groove Cat Lounge. That's yeah. what we have named our little podcast room here. Yes. And we see a shadow of a cat. And what he does is once he realizes we're both in here and we are not letting him in, he, he sticks his paw under the door and tries mm-hmm. to open it. I remember uh, once I threw a college party when my first two cats that I ever had were, they weren't kittens, but they were young adults. Cats are assholes no matter what age they are. <laughs> and I kind of put them in a room like, I'm going to be throwing this big... Shindig. Shindig tonight. You guys got to hang out in the room. And what happened was a bunch of my friends just got drunk off the keg that we had and ended up playing with their peats because <laughs> they were, I remember it specifically, and you never were in my my grandparents' house, no. but we had like a, a stairway. You up threw a kegger at your grandma's house? After they were dead. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was my house then. Okay. Grandma wasn't around, but I, I feel like she would have approved. It's probably. Um, but the cats, I had them upstairs. And then they would come down to the bottom of the stairs to where everyone was, and they'd put their paws underneath. <laughs> and so, of course, as people got more imbibed throughout the evening, they thought that was so beautiful and cute. Yeah, and they're they're playing with the cats. Did they end up just coming out? Yeah, I yeah. think eventually, just people like like bringing the cats out. I'm like, all right, don't lose the cats, guys. Let's keep the cats inside. Say as much as we want to like lock the cats away when we have people or company over. I, I feel like it's just a bad idea because yeah. they eventually either they. I mean, yeah. if, see yeah, there, it's, it's starting right now. It's yeah. starting right now. He's paying. The one cat's not going to come around because he knows that I'm mad at him. But the other one, the Flint cat, the uh, fat cat, he's meowing. Yeah, he'll he'll bust his way in. Come on in, fatty. We're ready for you. You here. can't push the door open though. Eventually, you're just going to have to open it for him. Hey, everybody! Sixty seventh uh, episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Hello, how are you? Thought it was sixty eight. Was sixty seven yesterday? Yes, man. See, I'm the one who keeps track. See, now now you're going to make me have to do like some fact checking. The only reason I know that is because you said sixty seven yesterday, and I said. Oh, it's too bad that the 69th podcast won't be the one on our anniversary, and today's mm, our anniversary. Man, so. see, now you're messing me up on numbers. I don't I'm know. I'm going to have to fact check the entire thing. It's okay. AJ can say shit like that with such conviction that I feel like I, I feel intimidated, and I believe her, <laughs> and then we'll go check it, and it's totally wrong, and she'll be like, oh, fuck, I guess I was wrong. All right. And she'll just like trot away. I have no problem admitting I'm wrong yeah, in life. It's yeah, fine. What else? <laughs> People who don't admit they're wrong scare me. Uh, we are recording this on the day of our 12th wedding anniversary. It was 12 years ago in the desert sun of not Arizona, but uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, that we, in the presence of a man of the Lord, uh, inside Caesar's Palace. Well, outside Caesar's Palace. We were in the garden. What was it called? I don't know. Something, the Garden of Love. Something Venus Garden, maybe? It was right across the way from the uh, topless uh, uh, pool section. <laughs> they had just gotten really cool at Caesar's. And said, hey, because all of a sudden in Las Vegas, and, and, and anyone who, I feel like if you're above 30, you'll understand this. The Las Vegas pool scene all of a sudden went from like a place where you went to like shake off your hangover to a nightclub. Yeah. And every pool you go to is like really chic and they, they charge fucking cover charges to go yeah. to go to a pool. they've got DJs playing. Right. So right when we were getting married, that revolution was happening in Las Vegas. And these huge DJs were like making millions of dollars. So Caesars 
were kind of trying to figure out what to do with their property. So they still had their big pool area. That's very nice. They had an outdoor garden where weddings are that was adjacent to the pool, but privatized because of yeah, bushes. There was so many bushes that it basically blocked everything, including the sound, which is good because there's a chance you won't hear the ceremony. But if you went past our bushes, yeah. the next set of bushes was like the new topless chic pool. cool. And it was like the cool place that you can go topless if you want. It was the boob there was probably a DJ down there or some shit. But we didn't hear any of that. Well, no, we didn't, which was weird because I said, I'm like, I feel like Caesar's dipping their toe into that arena and they're not quite like you just have to commit. I feel like it's either fucking like it's all in or you're all out. You know what I thought was sweet is this is the first anniversary we've had since our wedding where Mm -hmm. we've been in the same time zone that we got married. Oh, that is true. Because we obviously didn't get married where we're from and we left. Um, But yeah, we I think at this very moment. Uh, we were going through Caesars uh, to get downstairs to the pool and get all set up. There you we go. We were not married for another 40 minutes. Tale of the tape. And after after that, another great Pat misad- misadventure. Oh, my gosh. That no one will ever let me live down. Actually, you don't let yourself live actually, it down. Actually, I don't let myself I, live You know, I, I rarely, <laughs> like, does it still piss me off every once in a while? A little bit. But I have never heard anybody else mention it. No, it's but just you. me. Just me beating up myself. <laughs> so yeah, so we're doing the wedding anniversary thing, and uh, here's the thing: life comes at you fast, so fast that when you've been kind of living in a world that we had the last two years, when time is nothing but a construct, we've moved. Holy shit! It's our anniversary, and neither of us figured it out until the day before. Yep. Yesterday so, at about nine a.m., yeah. I I looked at the calendar and said I'm missing something. And then I looked at my Facebook memories and there were wedding pictures. I said, oh, shit. (laughs) So yesterday when I wake up, AJ informs me that it's our uh, anniversary the next day. And I go, well, hot diggity dang. You're right. (laughs) And she, of course, because she's Wonder Woman, threw something together very quickly and said, all right, well, tomorrow we're going to do something. I'm not telling you. And that's it. So now we are um, on that day. We have done the said thing that you set up and it was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. That makes me happy. I wasn't sure if it was something you would like, but I, I kind of just pulled it out of my butt. So <laughs> We went to the uh, Colossal Cave. Mountain Park. Mountain Park. It's about which, 40 minutes south of here. It's right outside Saguaro National Park. It's so, it's, this is so spread out here that it's like maybe two miles outside of Tucson, but it's still 40 minutes from our house. Yeah. So this is, I mean, as you can imagine, there's a lot of, um, cavernous areas out here in the old west and the tucson area and this is one of them now this is i was trying to figure out when we were going there it's okay so is this like part of saguaro national park or is this a state park no it's separate and so it seems like it's a privately held piece of land that's been privately held for hundreds of years i mean did you see the sign it's like it's on the register of historic places. oh yeah, yeah yeah totally so it seems like throughout time it was like trying to be used for tourism and and showing off the and it's, it's really a, a cool place and it was uh, really, thank you so much. It was very sweet of you to throw well, it all together. When I took my mom to Saguaro National Park, I saw a sign that said, like, Colossal Caves, yeah. three miles to the right. And I'm like, whatever that is, it sounds amazing. I doubt I can do it with my disabled mother. Yeah. So uh, we just drove through Saguaro National Park. But I kept saying, well, when Pat and Dylan get here, I want to check out the Colossal Caves. And so. that was cool. And it was also, I mean, it, was, it wasn't cool. 
It was hot as shit in there. <laughs> it was it, well. It was humid because we have had a quite historic monsoon season here in the Arizona Tucson area. So this cavernous area, which is normally very bone dry, has been flooded with water. In fact, they spoke about how certain parts of it. I, it sounds like we're probably out of operation. Well, there, for a while, they you know on the list of things they said to bring, basically you know just good walking shoes. You have to wear a mask. Yeah, but. Um, they were like, you know, don't wear a sweatshirt thinking you're going into a cave. It's going to be cold. It's hot as hell down here. It's like, humid. it's humid. It's humid, yeah. And, I mean, there's the the rain has been so bad here that you don't normally get lanterns for this tour. But the rain flooded the caverns and knocked out the power. Yeah. So, for a good portion of the tour, there's no light. So, so, they give you these little lanterns to carry. It's really cool. And remember what she said. She said, normally, the humidity down here is like 40 to 50%, yeah. which for Arizona is ridiculously yeah. high, right? Um, and she says, currently, right now, because of the monsoon season we've been having, it's in like the 80 to 90 percentile range. Yeah, my hair was curly when we so came out. So <laughs> there are some folks, I believe, who were like uh, Southwestern people who aren't quite ready for that level of humidity down there because they were... Um, I didn't miss it, I'll tell you that. A if couple I'll... tapped out. We had a couple folks on the uh, yeah. on our tour say, can't do it anymore, man. I mean, I was having a hard time like with the mask and the humidity. That was a challenge. I don't know if it was because of my asthma or just because of the humidity. So it's like one of those things, you know, you show up, you pay your fee, and there's all types of different uh, tours you can do. And, and we did, like, I think probably the most We did basic. the most basic because, to be honest, all the other tours yeah. were booked out. So. And uh, you go and, and, and you go through this cave and all the caverns. They kind of tell you the story of it and, you know, all this fun shit. And uh, well, who I felt bad for was was the tour guide because the tour guide not only is, you know, she's dealing with, you know, the, the heat and the humidity and all that as well. But she has to have the mask on. While she's doing the tour. So think about how, like... Do you see her pulling it away from her mouth as just, she talked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. could tell she was just having a hard time Do you know reading. what she needs? She needs the one. I have this Under Armour Sport one that I just bought because, you know, for a while here in uh, Pima County, where we are, the, the numbers were spiking up, so we had some covid shit put back into place at work so i said all right if i have to get back to wearing a mask on a regular basis i want to get a a good new one because i'm like here we are second round of masks and i bought this under armor sport one and what it does is it's kind of like a it, it's off your face yeah so where she needs that yes i seriously want to send her one <laughs> like i saw it i'm like she's the kind of person they're talking about because the cloth one is just going in and out of her mouth because she's talking the entire time it's yeah. like a tour guide and i'm like dude she needs the one that i have at work it'd be perfect about halfway through i saw her pull the mask away from yeah. her face so she could still get the tour but it, it's very cute she was young easily in her early 20s married though you see that she had a she had a ring really on. yeah she's young still um she was wearing like a Victoria's Secret pink shirt, okay. A Victoria's Secret pink cap, things, and a, things guys don't don't notice. Well, I noticed because I'm like I, you know, I thought maybe she'd be wearing like a tour guide shirt or yeah. something, and she wasn't. But then her mask was all like Victoria's Secret pink blinged out, um, and I'm like, oh, see, that's designed for fashion and not for not for this, shit, yeah, not right? for you giving a tour in a cave. Well, that makes sense because let me tell you, as far as operations, the Colossal Cavern is a colossal. Shit. Uh, that's what they should 
Like, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's beautiful. It is stunning. Just the views outside of this place. Incredible. Amazing. There are pictures on our Facebook page and our Instagram if you want to check them out. But yeah, it was, I bought the tickets online. (laughs) As far as the actual operation. It was all very professional up until then. (laughs) I bought the tickets online and it said, hey, you know, just go to the gift shop and, and, you know, we'll go from there when you get there. And so we went to the gift shop and there was a super long line and we waited in the line and like people were buying tickets and signing waivers and we weren't even to the front of the line yet. And we, it was after one thirty, and we're like, okay, we're about to miss our tour. Um, so he basically brought us over. He goes, oh, you guys go to the back. So we went to the back and then like, they just left us and we were like, where do we go now? They're like, oh, go out to the entrance of the cave. They're waiting for you. We go out to the entrance of the cave. They're already in there with the gate closed. So we're like, hey, we're, that's our tour. And, you know, so they walked us in and it was. They were late to the tour. It just like. as some, the people who were late. Yeah. Be escorted there was. In. But you see, there was one group that was behind us. There was. There and was. they ended up tapping out because the girl was having a hard time breathing down there. But um, yeah, no, just from an event standpoint, I definitely feel like this could have been so easily resolved with like just a separate area to check in people for tours because there were people in line checking out, uh, you know, um, tchotchkes and stuff. This is the difference. And that's how I immediately knew that it was not a federal national park or even a state park because that operation would have been done up way better. Yeah, that was very much a dude owns this. Yeah. And he needs to make as much money as possible with every minute of every day without spending any extra, like, nickel. And so everything is very, like, boom, 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 well, boom on top of each other. There's tours on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, that, that was part of the problem. Like, towards the middle, like, tours were starting to overlap, and we were trying to, yeah, like, it was like, I hey. could hear the tour guide say, how are we going to do this? Because you had two groups of people that needed to pass each other in a cavernous cave. Right. Like it was, there were no big rooms in there. I mean, there were places you literally had to suck in and turn sideways. Yeah. And so they're like, how are we supposed to do this? And I wanted to shout, don't overlap the tours. Yeah, maybe, That's maybe just, I'm, I'm thinking maybe operational. You don't want to have this many people in here, but it was very cool. It was super cool. The, yeah, no. It besides just a little, 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 little bit of a hustle that it is, it was, it was uh, really cool. stunning. It's very, thank you so much, dear. She even took me out for tacos beforehand. Because we I knew to you'd taco be hangry. I, I, I've been married to you for 12 years. I knew yeah. you'd be hangry, so Good we call. went to tacos. We finally figured that out after, um, I think it was after Hawaii, after Maui. Wasn't it after, did we go to Maui this year? Yeah, it was 2020. And, and no, it was 2020 into 2021. We we uh, went to Maui, and that's when we finally figured out because AJ can kind of really get up and because you get up and you usually have something like you eat something in the morning, like you almost force yourself to eat something. I'm never since I was a kid been a big breakfast eater. Yeah. Like I don't wake up hungry. Like now I'll have coffee. Yeah, but you know, and I don't exercise in the morning. I exercise later in the day, so I am not a breakfast. But I know you're supposed to eat something to right? get your metabolism going. So I usually shove something in just because you're supposed to. And I think it's when we were on vacation is when we finally figured out she would try to plan these things for all of us to do. And it would be right at that magic time at like 11 a.m. And I'm like, we're going to do this. And she'd always say, it's only about an hour. And it's like, well, were, you know, it's, but Pat so we literally learned. skipped a beach day because he was hungry. We've learned. <laughs> we've learned. Pat, Pat needs to eat. Pat needs to eat. But no. So we went out to this fantastic taco place down in Vail, Arizona, which was a uh, fun and we had some food, and then we went to this uh, great little park. It was thank you very much, dear. It was, it very, was nice. very funny because when we got there, I mean, the views are 
completely yeah. stunning. You're in a, you're on a mountain near mountains. It was gorgeous. And we're trying to take a, you know, a, a lame selfie because how much can you really get of the yeah. landscape in a selfie like that? And this guy popped out of nowhere and he goes, here, I'll do it for you. Me and my wife have to take bad selfies all yeah, the time. Right. So he offers to take our picture. And I thought that was so, he was so nice. He was wearing a t-shirt that said, fuck Biden and fuck you for voting for him. And it was, I don't want to use the word triggering, but it was just kind of a little like disappointing because he was such a nice guy. It was weird (laughs) to see someone who was uh, um, offering help have such a... um a uh, fuck you kind of shirt. It was an absolute fuck you shirt. And it was yeah. so sad because, like I said, he was so nice. And, I, yeah. you know, I wanted to say, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to dude, think. Dude, like, if... it's a little off-putting. And I'm sure that's the point of it. But you're a nice person. Why are you doing that? Yeah. It was really weird. And I'm I was trying to think of any of them. And I'm 43. And even the ones that I disagreed with the most. Did I ever wear a, a fuck you shirt? Did no. I ever have a fuck Bush and fuck you for voting for him no. shirt? I don't think I did. Actually, the only shirt I ever had with the word fuck was fuck the FCC. Uh, FCC. That's cool. And that was because... they ruined radio, and so... No, they didn't. Oh, sorry. No, no they didn't no, ruin radio. No, the 1996 yeah. Deregulation Act signed by Bill Clinton uh, ruined radio. Yeah, but it, the FCC still... Uh, uh, no, but, but that's when the FCC was doing the witch hunt after the uh, Janet Jackson um, yeah. uh, debacle with Nipplegate, and all of a sudden they were trying to find like radio DJs obnoxious amounts of money for the ridiculous things. But that's the only time I've ever had a shirt on where I felt compelled enough for it to say, fuck someone. I remember uh, working at the zoo in Milwaukee mm -hmm. and we had this guy who was clearly drunk um, walk into the first sea lion show of the day. So he'd obviously just gotten there. It was like 10 a.m. Yeah. He was wasted and he was wearing a, some sort of fuck something shirt. Yeah. And like, we the staff we had to ask him to leave because yeah. he was drunk belligerent he said some racist things about a school group that walked into the sea lion show and then i'm like and on top of it you fuck on your shirt like this all is around, the, this is a zoo pal all around five star kind of guy that you want at the zoo I, it was just killing me because i'm like dude aside from the fact that you're drunk and being racist like you can't wear that now, shirt around a bunch of kids what's funny about that is so the my my fuck the fcc shirt did you ever wear it to like a zoo or an amusement park? No, but I wore it to a party at my friend's house, right? And my buddy uh, was throwing this party at his parents' house. He didn't live there anymore because he had moved out of town. It's my my buddy Brad. Oh, yeah, so trash yeah. your parents' house. You so <laughs> he, he used to throw these little shindigs when he'd be back in town at his parents' house, basically for all of us to kind of get together. So he threw one, and I showed up with my Fuck the FCC <gasps> shirt. I remember this. Now, yes. what was... <laughs> The only time ever in the history of us ever getting together, and we've known each other now for like 20 fucking years, is his parents, for some reason, biffed on the day and had invited a bunch of their friends over. Yeah. And in the meantime, we're kind of like, well, it's fine. You can you can have you and all your friends and do your thing. Don't mind us. We're just going to be over here having a good time. Weren't there kids there, too? A couple of kids? Not ours. Your mom was watching our kid. But I remember that because, like, there's they have a pool, and, like, the kids were the first ones to get in the pool. And it was weird because there are usually not kids there. You could tell we were getting older. And I remember <laughs> that my best friend comes up to me, and he goes, dude, really? With the shirt? And I go, what? And he goes, my mom. <laughs> and one, it's weird because you're grown men and you're still like, dude, my fucking mom. I was say, we're like your 30s. Yeah. You're and like this my is, mom. This is like a long time ago. But so he, uh, 
I go, I didn't know your mom was going to be here. He's like, I didn't know my mom was going to be here. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm, like I, I came into town. I don't got to change a clothes right? on me. I shit you not. He came back with a little black piece of masking tape. <laughs> and we put it so it said uh, F. And then we put the tape over the, the U, U and, and the C. C yeah. And it said K. So the point still the gets FCC. across. So it was hilarious. And, and his mom thought it was the most funniest fucking thing I ever did. <laughs> And to this day, she'll always bring it up to me about, you know, you, you got any more tape for your T-shirt? You know? See, I don't think she'd be, I don't think she was offended. I think your friend, because what? No, my friend was by far more offended. On, I mean, I'm just because she was there. Yeah, just because he's like uptight like that. And he was like, oh my God, my, my fucking mom is here with her friends. And you got to fuck the FCC well, shirt. his mom and, has know. never heard that but, word before. Um, but no, she she adamantly like got a huge <laughs> kick out of me offering. Because I'm like, well, I didn't want to offend anyone. Like, yeah. I, I legit thought these I was. These were all radio people. These were all radio people yeah, so that's that's funny these are radio people that we don't get to see each other so i figured we were this is back when pat was still holding his world championship drinking belt and <laughs> i thought we were going to tear one off that night and yeah. have a good old time like we used to which we did we did except there were parents there except for the first half of it i did not know there would be parents there <laughs> and you know so but it all worked out in the end it's but fine i'm just saying it is weird it's it it's, sucked because he was so nice, nice and kid. his shirt was so, and and you know, total, total, you know, transparency. We both voted for Biden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I felt like <laughs> he's like, like, "Well, why are you saying fuck?" Me? I know. I'm like, "What I do, man?" I'm like, "You vote for who you want. I vote for who I want." And yeah. that's that's you know that's how the whole thing works. This democracy. But it just sucked because I'm like, it just it's just off putting. And it's really weird too because you know myself, kind of the pocket age that I'm in is that I was around for like that first kind of wave of censorship. With the music, right? The first one that was uh, Tipper Gore, Al Gore's wife. She took on the fucking music industry, and she and you know it was the parental advisory stuff. And they deemed Two Live Crew obscene because they were just basically telling dirty jokes, but it was over music. And it was such a time of Thanks, like Tipper, yeah. So it's so weird that like I can kind of have that experience and get it, where I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. You can't say that a rapper is obscene. That's fucking stupid. The you rapper, can, yeah. Um, but on the other side, I'm also like, dude, are we really at the point? Like I get it. First amendment, freedom, all that bullshit. But are we at the point now where I have to explain to you the difference between a two live crew album and you wearing a shirt that says, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Because you see, you have to seek out the two live crew album. Yeah. You have to go to a store and buy it and listen to they it. They weren't playing that stuff on the radio even Right, it wasn't that. on the radio. It's not like they were playing yeah. fuck the police on the radio and then Tipper the Gore stepped in. You had to find that shit. None of this stuff was on the radio to begin with. But now here I am having a nice 12th anniversary, you know, uh, day with my wife and we're taking a photo and a very nice person comes up says let me take a photo and then while you're taking a photo the guy's got a shirt on it says fuck 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 and by the way fuck you fuck you and the shirt literally says fuck you for voting for him and i'm sitting there like golly and is it weird that i can see both sides of of those spectrums no i can like i have no problem with the guy having that shirt but dude you know wear it in a like-minded kind of place yeah no this wear it at your house wear it with your buddies who you know maybe you guys all think the same way you wouldn't have wore the fuck the fcc shirt out to a tour like a cave tour (laughs) i wouldn't have said hey i got a great idea we're gonna go to the art museum let me grab my fuck the fcc shirt (laughs) no you're right and and it is it's absolutely his right to wear it absolutely but it just sucked because he was so nice and yeah Uh, there was uh, a shit ton of families there i mean there were a bunch of little kids dude. it's a it's a, a park of little kids. with the cave tour and this guy 
Like oh. it was just like I get you're pissed off, but you but know, com- just, like re- read the room, you know? man. This is not the room for it. <laughs> read the cave. Like you said, you probably know of a bar that would love that shirt. Go like, there, exactly. have a drink with your buddies. Like, go, That's yeah, fine. Go with your dudes or whatever you and your woman or whatever the fuck it is. But I'm like, really at the party? Like I know he's probably doing it just because he wants to get a fucking reaction well, out of somebody. But see, as a I don't know, maybe I'm just too nice of a person. Mm. I. I don't understand why you'd want to wear a shirt that would piss off people you don't know. Yeah, Because yeah. it's just first impressions are everything. And this guy, before he turned to me, Pretty was cool super dude. nice. Yeah. And then he went to grab my phone to take the picture, and <laughs> his shirt said, fuck shit. you. Fucking fuck, 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 and fuck, fuck, you fuck too. you. <laughs> well, happy anniversary. <laughs> it is genuinely confusing to me. The octopuses aren't the most celebrated animals on the internet, especially when every fact about them is a hit fact. They have three hearts. They have blue blood. They have beaks. They have massive brains that are essentially wrapped around their esophagus. Yeah, that's right. Also, did you know they could change their shape, color and texture? Because they can. And they're not just smart. You also get the sense that some octopuses think we are idiots. Back in the 1950s, Researchers tried to train three octopuses to pull a lever in exchange for food. Two of them did so, but one of them, named Charles, spent his time in the study destroying the equipment and repeatedly squirting the experimenter with water. Charles was a very good octopus, and we should be learning about him in school. The first thing they uh, taught me in therapy school, this is true, I'm going to save you guys a couple hundred thousand dollars right now. You don't have to go. You guys don't have to go to uh, therapist school, uh, is that uh, you should never offer uh, Kleenexes to someone who is crying, okay? What it does is it discounts their, their pain and their process. You should not interrupt them. If they want if they want a, a tissue, they can grab a tissue. But when you shove a tissue box in their face, what it really says is shut the fuck up. You're making me uncomfortable. Oh, see, I disagree with that. And here, here, stop stop doing what you're doing. I so, disagree with that. Um, but we're gonna break the rules, okay? We're gonna tell you right now. Go ahead and grab the puffs. Yeah, you okay? need to have these available. Grab the grab them. Especially you if you're ones. like if you have sinus problems oh. and you're an ugly crier like me, like the waterworks okay. will happen. Oh, you got the ones with the aloe vera. Very good. Come on, man. I've had sinus problems since I was little. I know I know what kind of Kleenex to buy. Yo, AJ cried like a little girl who skinned her knee last night uh watching my octopus teacher. <laughs> and I mean gushing. Gushing. I she was laying on my stomach. Did you know I was crying because I was trying to hide and she it? She was silently crying, and I didn't know until she moved her head, and there was a puddle <laughs> on my t-shirt from her tears. I thought you would notice from my breathing because I was like, I was holding my breath, so I didn't oh start my. doing the. You're <gasps> supposed to let that shit out, man. Let oh, it breathe. You can't stifle it. I just like I. We've been married twelve years. I'm like he knows I'm crying. I'm sure. And then like I got up to distract myself because this I was so upset from this movie. And as I'm like cleaning up the kitchen, I'm listening to it and I'm crying even harder. <laughs> My octopus teacher has been on Netflix for a while. It won a bunch of awards and it's the uh, story of a dude and an octopus off the uh, coast of South Africa. Pat told me about this yesterday and I said, that's just sounds crazy. And we decided to watch it last night and I don't regret a second of it, but you will cry. <laughs> like, I, I mean, this... It, 
I think a grown man could easily shed a tear. This, I mean, it's about a grown man in a relationship with an octopus. You've got to understand that a lot of the uh, things that I bring to AJ throughout the day, she has to quickly decipher if it's worth her time because I have a lot of kooky ideas in my mind. So when I come with the octopus story, I knew I needed to back it up with all the awards. Yeah, and it did get nominated for a ton of stuff. I'm also, like, we're documentary junkies. And I always have been, and I know you have been too. So, like, I trust yeah, you on that. Yeah, but it sucks now because everyone has um, has access to them. It was a lot cooler when you had to hunt them down on, like, DVDs or yeah. um, even, like, underground See, VHS ones. I disagree. I like it because I can watch no. so many more of them. But it's on Netflix if no, you want to check it yeah, out. No, there's a lot more. I'll give you that. There's a lot more. Like, the the, the ocean is deeper. Yeah. but There's an entire documentary section in all but, of these streaming services. But I do feel like some of our quality has been... You know. Uh, not with this film, though. No, this you, film, you, you win with My Octopus Teacher. It's basically uh, a guy who's a filmmaker, uh, native of South Africa, had like a total mental breakdown at one point, didn't want to film. He was depressed. He's like, I, I was a bad father. I was a bad husband. I couldn't get out of bed. And he said, I didn't want to get in the water because he's in, uh, he's in the Cape in South Africa. That's what you do. You swim yeah. in, in the ocean. And... Once he finally decided to go back into the ocean, he started to film himself and film his surroundings. And he ends up having just this totally happenstance relationship with an octopus. And like, and I mean a true relationship, like they build up trust with each other. They end up hanging out, having a good time. Like it's amazing. Now, octopus, along uh, with fungus and all of its form, including mushrooms, I think are two of the strongest signs that aliens exist because I think they dropped these two things off here by accident, maybe left them behind. Dude, if you don't and now know they're much, just around. look up stuff about octopuses. I mean, they are some of the smartest creatures on the planet. And not only that, but I mean, look at the cool shit they can do. They can change colors while they're swimming just to blend in with their environment. I mean, it's amazing, and they're so smart. So this um, film's all about an octopus. It's about a dude, an octopus. For an and entire year. Entire year of his life, this he, guy's yeah. living with an octopus. He finds he finds her den. They make contact at one point. She's I hanging mean, out with them. She's touching them. She fought, she chases him at one point and like plays with him. It's incredible. Listen. You, I've never felt emotionally moved by an octopus before. <laughs> I was just happy that I won because listen. There's other things that I've recommended to her. Like there's this Nick Cage movie called Pig. Nope. That I want to watch. <laughs> It's by Nick Cage. Someone steals his truffle hunting pig, and he has to hunt them down. <laughs> Sounds like a Nick Cage film. <laughs> and she's like, I can't do pigs. So I, did, I had to make sure we were well, winning. To, it's not pigs. I don't think I can do Nick Cage. <laughs> I had to make sure we were winning on this one, man. It, oh, you won. It is so amazing, you guys. Like, you will ugly cry at the end of it. I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again. Now, listen. Hashtag, not spoiler alert, but it's a nature film. We all know from watching National Geographic. Love nature films. That nature films are great until nature gets real. And then you go, well, hold on. This never happens in Disney. He addresses it a few times. And I'm, we're not going to give anything away. But there are a couple of natural predator moments where he has said, like, I wanted to interfere, but I knew that that was the wrong thing to do. We all know how much fun it is to watch it until all of a sudden the gazelle is no longer grazing. Oh, God. And there's a cheetah flying at it. And you're sitting there watching PBS as a little kid just getting your heart shattered in front of you. It's so awful. 
awful. Right. <laughs> now you can just go on YouTube and watch compilation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> big cat takedown videos. Just like a 20-minute t- comp of him. I did find it fascinating, though, how he was very adamant about how he thought about trying to scare off the predators and, and protect his, his octopus friend. But he's can't like, I can't interfere with nature like that. So uh, there are, you know, just when you think it's just a fun, happy little film. You know it's coming, though. You know it's coming because it's a nature about film. About a dude and an octopus. There is a moment when the octopus finds itself in a pretty bad way. And that was the first moment, folks, that the waterworks opened up during my octopus teacher. All over AJ. I knew it wasn't over, though, because the film was only, we were only halfway I know. through. I knew that, too. I was so like, like there's okay. no way that this is the end-all, be-all, because we got a lot of film left to go. But you also know, because it's a, a documentary about an octopus, like, it's not going to end like a 90s rom-com. It's not like they're going to live happily ever after <laughs> I mean, and I right f- off into the sunset. You know something's going to happen. It has to. I figured eventually he would just, uh, like, come back and she just wouldn't be there anymore. No, right? she was there the whole time. I mean, pretty much he saw her from, you know, beginning to end. Yeah. And it's... And, and it, it, the way she goes is actually very sweet and very common for octopuses. It is the uh, circle of life. But it, it doesn't Elton make John, it any easier. John, sing it loud for us. Oh. It is the circle of life. I'd like to be. Which, by the way, under the sea. can I tell you, that has morphed into AJ now wanting to once again revisit um, what she should do with my body when I leave this mortal coil <laughs> for some reason. We, my, we my, were at lunch today <laughs> talking about like, you want to be cremated? Like, we really don't talk about this stuff. <laughs> I said, just like my octopus te- uh, teacher, throw me into the water and let the sharks just, just drag me. No, I would hate that. That'd be not fun. I hate water. Well, it was kind of weird for me watching the um, watching the film because I am not the greatest swimmer in the world. I I tend to stay where I can keep my feet uh, grounded. This guy. And this dude is a. He's part amphibian. I he mean, he's is tra- swimming. He's trained himself. And you'll see this in the movie if you watch it. And I highly recommend it. But he straight up says, like, I don't like having scuba gear on. I feel like it kind of detaches you from what you're doing. So he trained himself to hold his breath for like extraordinarily but long not only but hold on not only without scuba gear but without a wetsuit yeah he's without a wetsuit he's because he's like you get used to the cold after a while which is still crazy so he's in shorts and then he has like flippers well and then the, yeah the flippers and they're huge like they're longer than normal flippers but the part that just blows my mind and I, you've never done this um but if you try to dive down any further than like comfort zone yeah the pressure changes and sure, your ears yeah. pop and you feel like your head's going to explode. Yeah. He dives really deep. Fast. Like fast. And a few times I watched him like plug his nose because he has a snorkel, but yeah. I mean, a snorkel doesn't work underwater. Yeah. This guy, I mean, he's part fish. It's, I'm just more blown away at watching him do this because I believe in like one of the moments when, when the octopus is like evading a predator, he has to literally bounce to the top he to get says, breath. He's yeah, like, shit. He like, says a few times, like, I wanted to be stay, but I had to breathe, so he would go right back down. But still, I mean, it's incredible. See, that was weird for me because, again, as someone who just, I have an odd, complicated relationship with water and watching just how he really flourishes it. Like, he's fucking yeah. Aquaman, dude. It's pretty incredible. Like, I'm he very has jealous. no tanks. He's, like, no. just a dude swimming, and, and, and now he's making friends with fucking octopus and stuff. Well, like, we've decided, um, we are so moved by this that we we are going to make our own documentary. That's right. And have we decided what we're going to call it? Called my, uh, it's my penis teacher, <laughs> I believe. 
Pat's first idea because he's Pat. Because I, I'm, uh, I'm submitting a short film for a competition, and so I'm. I mean, I guess we have to set this up. Yeah, AJ's been all hot to trot because there's this film competition she wants to enter. She really wants to make her first short film, and she's bought the right uh, uh, film um, equipment, and she bought some underwater uh, cameras, and then she was struck by artistic inspiration. Watching this dude film underwater. Well, because I that was I filmed underwater the first time we went to Hawaii, and I filmed with a waterproof case on my phone. And there's some of the most incredible videos I've ever taken. And I mistakenly bought a different case the next two years, and it got my phone wet, and the camera sucked. So I'm like, all right, we're past that. Now I need to get like a real camera. But it looks amazing when you film underwater, and I love that. And I think there's so many cool stories to tell underwater. So it had to be waterproof. And so I told her, I said, what if you could film? (laughs) Not for the contest, though. Or do you want me to submit it? A trip. I think it. I think it'd be a solid entry. Why don't you submit this one and I'll submit mine and we'll see who wins. I may win on this one. I told her, why don't you shoot a short film about my penis teacher, where it's you instead of the octopus? Because see, in the movie, it's a guy and a female octopus. Yeah. like he, it's a, it's a she. So he's always like, where like he he gender specific, like where she is. This is where she. This is her den. So I said, wouldn't it be funny if you filmed your own where you met this penis? <laughs> and, and, I mean, they do look a little bit like octopuses. <laughs> and you met him in in uh, the ocean, and he became your penis teacher. Uh, and so- like, he would hide from you, and then you would learn to, to coax <laughs> him out, and then he would maybe one day you'd, you'd reach out your palm. and <laughs> he touch me. He would gently... Plop right into your hand. So we actually discussed this. Is, this. this is Academy Award winning. We discussed material. this at length, and I promise you, it's going to happen because we've we've talked about it two days in a row now. Well, we wanted to happen. do it with with, with, with Pat's penis, with my penis, because I don't care about nudity. But one, my penis is not that impressive enough. To, I think it's to just do average. It, it's average. You need like a long dong silver to really get this done. Dong, but I don't want. I'm not comfortable filming with somebody no. else's penis. But I do think it'll be funny. I said, well. We can do this in our pool in the backyard. Well, yeah, so we can film the entire thing. So- I do think it'd be funny, though, to film you underwater, like, running at me with your penis, like, floating in slow motion. So here's what we figured out is we're going to order, like, a big old uh, dildo. Because we said, I'm like, this is a hilarious idea that we'll never be able to show yeah. to anybody. What can we do to, to, to relegate that? So we're going to get this penis, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be, you know, like, we're going to get a real big one. And it's going to be silicone and floppy, and we're going to shoot, and she's going to be able to film to her heart's desire with her new underwater camera and all that shit, and we're going to film the My Penis teacher that can be about a relationship with a uh, between you and the penis. So gross. I, I just, I like, because, I mean, well, you can, I mean, we, it's. It's funny. YouTube man. asks if, if it's appropriate for kids, and we can say no. You can upload that somewhere. We can upload that somewhere. It could be a pay-per-view event. How about just, that? How about we create our OnlyFans, and that's where you can see oh, it? How about you like that? That's not a bad idea, actually. We will, listen, that's we will. That's where it will live. We will shoot my penis teacher, <laughs> and I mean, we'll put fuck it effort into it all right oh yeah no i we mean we're put, talking about like voiceovers yes. effects it's it's we will put effort and then we will start an only fans the pat and aj only fans 
And if you want to see it, you can buy, like, you can pay-per-view it on uh, OnlyFans. And I'm, okay? like, so excited about this that I promise you will, it will get filmed, like, next week. I mean, I feel like I should have my own penis in there if it's going to be on OnlyFans, but I we think... We could shoot two different versions. We could shoot... <laughs> the, we could The sh- red label? <laughs> yeah. We can shoot the red label version yes. with your penis, and then... The, the very underwhelming version, and then... And then the R then, version with the dildo. Yeah, with the big one, man. This is good. It's just, I, I like just, this. Just get get getting your creative yaya. I don't know. It's just going to be so funny. I don't know where we're going to put it, but I just hope that like nobody thinks it's a slam against my octopus teacher because I'm no, so love that, but it wouldn't deeply be moved by that film. But I I also have a ridiculous sense of humor. I mean, listen. Back in the day, one of the biggest forms of flattery was after you had a really huge movie come out, was someone spoofed it. Yeah, right. A, yeah, they they put out the satirical version. Yeah, like Spaceballs. Yeah, it's funny as shit. So what we're doing Scary is movie. we're simply just trying to do, you know, a little <laughs> form of flattery. What can you, what have you wanted to learn from a penis, AJ? What have you hoped that one day a penis could teach you? Never, ever, ever sat down and thought about that. You never that. thought about that? No. What could a penis teach you? <laughs> Still don't know how you guys walk around with those things between your oh, legs. Oh, <laughs> fuck. This will be the best film ever. This is going to be, listen. I hope it wins a Razzie. I mean, I think I because like I know you and you're pretty hardcore. She's very OCD where she's going to focus on this like hard for a while. And I feel like you're going to put a lot of effort into it. It's going to look amazing. I mean, I'm talking graphics, slow-mo, yeah. filters. It's going to be incredible. Underwater shots. This okay. is going to be a lot of effort. <laughs> that should be, that could up, be better used somewhere else. And then we'll put it up on OnlyFans. This is perfect. And then randomly, for no reason, just because it's, it's, it's OnlyFans at the end, we'll just have a topless woman. Just swim by. A topless mermaid. Not me. There you go. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> swim right on by. It's a good idea. No, I think we should have you swim by. Like, Whoop. I'll I'll film you from the bottom of the pool looking Dude, I'll up. I'll tell you who's uh, <laughs> loving it, and uh, he definitely can't be in it because then it would be uh, all types of child porn. <laughs> Our kid is... He's he, going to lose his mind when he watches this. He does. Our kid loves Jackass right now, and it's the perfect time because Jackass is coming back. Jackass they forever. Are. And our kid is so into Jackass, and he's really into all the penis stuff. He thinks the stuff that um, Chris Pontius does, because he's like the penis guy. Yeah. Pontius will do all Pontius types of shit. The, yeah. Like, he's done the helicopter. He's done the uh, little uh, mouse. Remember when they dressed up his penis like a mouse? And then had a snake attack Had it. a snake attack. I know. It, so. He really liked the, uh, the one sketch they did where Bam was sitting at the top of a carnival game, mm-hmm. and somebody had to slam down a hammer and a dildo went. Yeah. Went shooting up, right shooting up to his butt. So, like, are, like, the and, and so are funny. <laughs> it's funny that our kid, like, and, and and once I think I think it was Jackass 3D. They got into the slow mo stuff, yes. right? So they did one shot with a dildo where they <laughs> shoot it and it goes like flying through all these different <laughs> like scenes. So our kid thinks it's really funny, and it'd be funny because I'm like he'd be totally in for some penis humor, but he's 14, so that's like a felony, you know. We can't it do that. It sucks too Sorry. because in my octopus teacher, the guy incorporates his son in just he a does. few a few scenes. A few we, we we can't do that. Can't with do this that one. with him, no. but you know, but he would find that shit. Yeah, our I mean, kid I'll show him the film when it's done. He'll think it's hilarious. So we need Chris Pontius. Is like basically what we need. We need Chris Pontius to <laughs> to, to jump in our pool and to do a swim by butt naked with Please. his with his penis just hanging out there. 
he's lucky. He's a he's a shower and a grower too. You know, so he can uh, do it all and yeah. make it look. Are all you right. saying that Chris Pontius should be the penis for the X-rated version? I mean, if we could afford it, but I think that. And listen, I'm now not paying anything. Listen, now we're off OnlyFans. <laughs> now we need like uh, we need a, a Kickstarter to like fund it. Okay. <laughs> We can do the independent version, just me and you and a dildo we that a we go buy. Go fund me to get Chris Pontius' penis in the Pontius, <laughs> that's like, dude, he's like at least a hundred bucks for a cameo. <laughs> just a cameo. So that's gonna. What be if a, we don't show his face though? Blur his face out. But yeah. Then there's, there's no everyone. How knows much does penis. he charge from the waist everyone, down? Everyone, but that's the money shot. Everyone knows what's going on down there. <laughs> you know what? I'm cheap. People, Let's just use your penis. I'm pe- cheap. People <laughs> are uh, gonna see that and go, oh, well, oh, that's Chris Pontius. <laughs> The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.